Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to talk about some players that we are avoiding right now at their current price, you know, in auction drafts. Because this could be a little different, actually, than ADP. It's some of these guys probably are both for me, but I actually do think there's a difference in avoiding certain players for certain prices in auction. And actually, some I think I got some examples of why you might want to avoid a certain guy and what you can do if you do avoid him, where you can spend that money more wisely. So let's jump into this thing, Jeff. We got three players each we're going to talk about that we're going to be avoiding right now based on their current pricing. Um, Who do you got? Number number three. Number three is going to be Mike Williams for me. Uh, I Look, I really, I, I need to see him actually make the jump. Uh, do I like the talent? Yeah. Is he in a good offense? All that is true, but it, it feels like, uh, and if you're, you, you could in a snake draft get him and I would be okay with it because I think he could fall to a place where that value and everyone around him, it kind of makes sense to take mm-hmm. that risk. But if I'm throwing money at him, I think I would rather go other places. And right now, currently, he's uh, graded at Fantasy Pros at $20, ESPN $18. Doesn't sound like an immense amount of money. But at the same time, uh, you know, Keenan Allen, his teammate or, or someone else, you know, you, you could get definitely in that price range. And he tends to fi- have like, I, at least I found. It might not be on the average, but I do find that every once in a while, like people will really believe in him and they will go after him very, very hard. So he's going above asking price in maybe it doesn't come out in the aggregate, but it, it definitely shows up every once in a while, which makes it even more dangerous because yep. he does have that really exciting like athletic ability. So Mike Williams just is never on any of my teams. I don't reach to get him. And I, I've kind of just been off that bandwagon. I'm okay if I miss out on him because I, I just don't think the price is quite worth it. Yep. So Mike Williams is on my list too. So I'll put him number three. So we have the same. And let's say if you give a $20 price tag, right? This is one of my reasons. You give Mike Williams a $20 price tag. Would you rather have Mike Williams at $20 or would you rather have the combination of like Marquise Brown, Rashad Bateman, and Kadarius Tony, which you honestly based on current ESPN values, you could get those three players for what you're paying just for Mike Williams. Right now, Marquise Brown's going for 11 or $12, let's say 12. Bateman's going for three, but let's even jump into four or five. You know, you're still maybe at, you know, what, $16 there, maybe 16, 17. And then Tony's going for an average of two. You get savings, you go up to like three, four. You're getting essentially Marquise Brown, Rashad Bateman, and Kadarius Tony for the same price you're getting Mike Williams. I would much rather have the other three. I, I mean, I, you had me at Marquise Brown. Even if I had to pay the same amount, I think that those two, their value should flip-flop, honestly. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's huge. Like, I'd much rather have those combinations because to me, Mike Williams, you're getting one guy that hopefully, hopefully puts a full season together. But we've talked about this. He's had five games. That's it. And... The other ones you're getting maybe Marquise Brown, you're getting Bateman, you're getting Tony. You only need one of those three to hit. And with Mike Williams, you need one. You need him. You need to be 100% on that pick. Those other ones, you only need to be 33%. <laughs> so just giving yourself more options. I like that. I like going the other way. I did have some people uh, not happy with my Mike Williams. I did post some of my players earlier on Instagram today. 
somebody came out and said, Mike Williams is going to lead the NFL in receiving touchdowns. So, um, but I, so I asked, well, what happened in week six through 18 last year where he only had three touchdowns? What's changed? What's different? Same coaching staff, same quarterback, same teammates. What's different? I mean, sure he could, he has the ability. He has the, you know, the physical, the, he's, he's talented enough to do it, but why are we so sure that why are we basing the five game sample over the 12 game sample? That's what I don't understand. And that seems to be what's happening out there. It's the five game sample is what everyone's looking at. And and those players actually freak me out even more. Uh, The the ones Mm -hmm. that you're kind of like, um, uh, Tyreek Hill tends to be one and, but he's supremely more talented than, than Mike Williams. He's shown that he could do it like game in game out, but Once again, you, you get him because you're like, okay, half the games are going to be good. But I, I don't know what half they're going to be. I'm, I'm playing him every time. Mike mm-hmm. Williams is kind of like you, like you said, you know, you, you get him for five, and those five are going to be spectacular. But, you know, you, you could throw in some like Hunter Renfro last year, and you're, you would be much more happy over the course of a year. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Well, and that's I, why in this, it's more of a, you know, there's more question marks with Mike Williams. And maybe, like you said, maybe in a snake draft, it plays out where, where, where he's going, it makes sense to get him. But in an auction, you have other options. So Yeah. Uh, yep. Exactly. All right, so he's my three, your three. Let's go number two, Jeff. Who's your number two? Number two for me is going to be Debo. Um, I know I'm prob- I could be alone on this one. I, there's a lot of things that point to, to a, a giant regression. And, yeah, he is you know, considered the fourth best wide receiver in, in most, depending on where you're looking. Currently, he's going uh, either $40 on Fantasy Pros or $45 on ESPN. Look, I mean, it's a giant price tag, right? You're, you're paying for a top five wide receiver. I would much rather take pretty much uh, anyone else in the top seven. I would rather put that money towards one of those. And if I'm willing to do that, then there, there never comes a time where I'm going to spend money on Debo. Because I would, I, I, if, even if I'm getting two of those guys in one of my strategies, I'm, I'm not going towards him. Uh, I think there's other guys that have more upside. Last year, he was phenomenal. But he's already talking about how he doesn't want to be considered like being used as a running back. He was insanely deadly that way. Um, you know, he, it was a, kind of an ugly offseason. You're trading quarterbacks. You have Trey Lance, which a lot of people like. But they like him because he's a, he's a rushing quarterback. Um, does that help Debo? I don't think it does. Uh, Ayuk was great in the second half of, of the season, so he might get more looks. Kittle is still there. Um, <clears throat> I, I just don't like where it's going for him. Will he still probably be a good wide receiver? Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to fall off a cliff, but I mean, maybe a tiny one compared to where he was because he just lit the league on fire. I just don't see me getting my money back. Once again, talking about like the ROI on a player. Is he a good player? Yes. Will I get my money back? No. So let me put my money somewhere else where I think you can really get uh, a return on investment. And you're, if you're looking at, I mean, I could even go further than this, but the top seven just make sense, right? Like Cooper Cup probably falling down a ways, but not nearly as much as Debo, I think. Jamar Chase and Jefferson are, you know, money in the bank as far as I'm considered. Stefan Diggs, I think, is a lot safer. Uh, Devonta Adams is safer. And then CD lamb. I think uh, you can get a huge ROI on him because he's number seven and going for $27. I would much rather have him than Debo. I, I just can't spend that kind of money on him. I've had a hard time forming an opinion on Debo. Like it's, 
I like Debo. I think he's going to be good. But again, is the price tag worth it? That's the, the thing I can't wrap my head around right now. And I'm keeping him in a in a league in like one of our keeper leagues for ten bucks. I love that. That's amazing. Well, yeah, I, I mean, feel yeah, that. I'm not, I feel I'm not great. Telling you that he's going to be terrible. I yeah. feel great there. Doubt. Don't don't twist it around. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. And so this is again. This is in a I don't like these players list. That's not what this is. And I think that's where people get confused sometimes. It's just like with Debo. We okay. We saw it from him. We had big numbers, but it's just such an unconventional way that he did it that I just. When that happens, it's just like, okay, I have to see more. I have to see more before I want to spend the money. Like, I would rather him and Stefan Diggs are going for relatively the same price a lot of places. I mean, I know Diggs has done it multiple times on multiple teams, and I just feel safer about it. There's no, I'm not saying, I mean, Debo could very easily be better. It, it's, it could happen. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I didn't put him on my list, but I, I'm, I'm just, I'm not sure what to think there. And I don't know what the quarterback's going to do. That's a, another part. But I'm also a big Brandon Ayuk fan, so the big yeah. Ayuk fan. And to be honest, Jeff, this is for a later show, but I'm coming around on Lance, but not as a QB one as your if you can get him as your two. So, sure, I mean, sure, you go for the upside. I would. Um, I like how you you put that out there. It's like baiting me. Like I want to talk about that now, but we'll do that. Yeah, another I'm show. I'm much more of a believer in like Trevor Lawrence being able to make yeah. a huge step forward rather than Trey Lance on his first sure. year being quarterback being being worthwhile. But Ayuk's definitely going up my my draft boards. But yeah, Debo, I'm I'm not gonna put him on the list yet. But I I don't ever spend for him. I haven't yet, and I just don't see a scenario where I do. So, yeah, not not All seeing right. it. All right, who is let's, your number two then? My number two. Let's go here. All right, my number two, David Montgomery. So, David Montgomery. If you're looking at ESPN, I think he's going for about twenty four dollars right now. Let's see here. 23.7 is $24. And my biggest reasoning is, first off, I don't want to spend that on David Montgomery. And why spend $24 on David Montgomery when you can spend $24 and get Nick Chubb? I mean, there's going Nick Chubb and David Montgomery are going for the same price. Does that make any sense to you, Jeff? It just, it doesn't to me. No. It does not to me at all. Or you could go get Travis Etienne for eight. And shoot, ETN and Dobbins combined are only $2 more than what David Montgomery is going for alone. I'm going to take Dobbins and ETN all day, all day long. And plus, I just don't believe in David Montgomery. I don't think he's, I think he's a very average running back. And every time I post something about David Montgomery, people are always like, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's Monty season this year and all this different stuff. Like, okay. I mean, what, what is, what in the past? He's had one good stretch at the end of what, 2020, I believe where he was really good for a, for a stretch. Yeah. He also played against the absolute worst run defenses of all time in that stretch, it felt like. And he it was a very bad run defense schedule. And we could see it from a mile away. That was what's happening. I don't even know if he's the best running back on his team, if I'm truly being honest. I think Khalil Herbert's a good running back. When Herbert came in there, he was no different than Montgomery. Montgomery was not better than him in, in the opportunity. I, just, I don't love David Montgomery. I'm not spending $24 on David Montgomery ever. Not doing it. I'll go get all those other guys that are cheaper than him. I'll get Chubb for the 24. I'll go get, you know, Brees Hall. I don't care. I'll take the chance there. I'll go get J.K. Dobbins. I'll go load up and get some other guys. Just not going to get David Montgomery. Not going to happen. I, I, I agree with you. Um, the, the one argument that I will give people is if you miss out, I can understand you 
paying for a running back you know is going to get the bulk of the carries because you need a player like that. I think, but that is a, you know, that's kind of like a, a, a like a, a strategy if your strategy goes awry. And if I'm looking at his numbers from the past three years, which is all he's played, um, look, he gets a, a ton of carries, 242, 247, 225 last year. You know, and, and he gets around 900. He got over 1,000 on 220 in 220. And then TDs, you know, you're averaging seven. Uh, the upside for his, you know, receiving game, the last two years has been okay. Uh, you know, you get targeted 68 times, 51 times. You turn that into three touchdowns over three years. It's very, very limited. And on top of that, I'm, I'm looking at the yards per average, and it, it does not bode well. And, and even more so... I'm looking at his his rookie year was 3.7. And I can kind of give him a pass. He's a rookie. You know, he's a hammer. They use him that way. Two, you know, in 2020, 4.3. And all of a sudden, you're kind of like, okay, maybe, maybe I missed something. Maybe there's more to his game than I thought. And then last year when, you know, you put Fields in there, and I think it's going to be a lot of the same, they don't have to worry about the passing here as much. And he, his yards per average goes back down to 3.8. Um, you know, he will be 25. He'll be kind of in his prime. I think he'll still get the, you know, over 200 carries. So you can look at that and say he's relatively safe, but I don't think there's a lot of upside. And I think that I, I just worry about Chicago as a team in general. So I, I do agree with you. I, I think that there's more negatives than positives. The only positive is the fact that he's going to get a lot of work. Well, th- um, that those yards, and that yards per carry in 2020, it is all boosted by the little by the end of season run, and actually just a couple yes. games. It yes, is 100%. all boosted by that. It's the Green Bay game where he had 11 carries for 103 yards. So those yards per carry was 9.3. It's the Houston game where he had 11 carries for 113, so he had 10.27. Like those two games alone that year boosted him up because he only had one other game over five yards per carry. Like that's not rare. He didn't even, he only had three games over five yards per carry, and two of them were nine and 10, which were only off 11 carries. That's all boosted by the end. And he's just overall been a very, very average running back, very yeah. average. And that's all he is. So I'm not going to go spend for that. But all right, well, let's go number one here. Number one. And uh, this one would carry over, whether it be auction or whether it be, you know, snake draft. Uh, I, I just haven't had him on my team. And that's going to be James Conner. Um, Jeff, I'll say he's my number one as well. Okay. He's going for $36.35 respectively about. Um, uh, it's not that I dislike James Conner. As a, as a football player, and as a person, it seems, he's like an incredibly like likable person. I was cheering for him super hard last year. And I loved what I saw. It was unbelievable what he was able to accomplish after coming over from Pittsburgh and people thinking he was washed out. He goes to the Cardinals and he kind of like sneakily in a in weird way, just like lights it up as far as touchdowns go. But because his touchdown numbers were so wild and he was able to do it on such a regular basis, there is no way he can repeat that. It just, if it does good on him, but I am, you know, you have to be, a little bit mathematical about it. You can't just believe in, in, you know, people just recreating things that just don't like happen. He, kn- he knows how to find the end zone, Joe. Yeah, I know. It, nice. it, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what to say to that. No, I mean, you're kind of <laughs> like, I mean, he did one year, 
like one year and he's not overly athletic in any way. I, I, you know, I can, I can talk about a lot of good things, but it's just not going to, not going to recreate what he was able to do last year. And, and right now you're pricing him not quite at that level, but you're pricing him in in a place where uh, it just ties my hands and there's no way I can put him on my team for that price. I mean, this one is like, this is true for auction and snake. Like you said, He's going ahead of on ESPN in snake drafts. He's going ahead of Chubb, Saquon Barkley. I would honestly rather, and I'm not a big Cam Akers guy, but I would rather take a chance on Cam Akers than James Conner, 100%. Like, I, it, it, it truly is not even a decision for me. I just, I can see this James Conner this season being like one we've seen. We've seen this season from players all the time. This happens so often where the guy the next year, like he does decent and then everyone just like assumes he's going to do well again and they boost him up and he does nothing. Like we knew Miles My- Gaskin last year was going to suck. We knew it. We knew it just because he was good last year before and everyone boosted him up. Connor was good off just touchdowns. But this happened. This has happened so many times. I can see this being the James Connor year. Like you said, thirty six dollars. I'll even go ESPN. He's at like thirty. So let's even say thirty dollars with that thirty dollars on ESPN. You can turn around and you could go get Nick Chubb, probably Rashad Penny and Ramondre Stevenson, you know, and to be honest, if I really truly went by their actual ESPN values, I don't think this is going to play out with some of these guys. I think like they're going to go up, but actual ESPN values today, James Conner is equivalent to Nick Chubb, Rashad Penny, Ken Walker and Ramondre Stevenson combined. That to me is unreal. And I don't even, I don't think it's going to even play. I would just say Nick Chubb over James Conner. This is that alone. Uh, give me Nick Chubb for a few dollars cheaper. And I'll go get like, you know, Ramondre Stevenson with that. I don't even have to get all the guys. It it just, I'm not spending 30 plus dollars on James Conner. If you spend 30 plus dollars on James Conner, you are going to lose your league this year. It's not going to happen. You're not going to win. Do not spend $30 on James Conner. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah, and and I want to put this into perspective too of how unbelievably good he was in the red zone because it that is one of the reasons why people get really hyped on him because he was phenomenal. There was he he ranked uh, he was eighth in the amount of attempts he got uh, with you know inside the twenty yard line for red zone attempts. Uh, the people that were and he got forty one. The people that are above him was Montgomery. Uh, Antonio Gibson, Damian Harris, Sony Michelle, Delvin Cook, Austin Eckler, and Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor was head and shoulders above everyone. This is why he's number one. He had 85 attempts. <laughs> number two is Austin Eckler with 46, and then it went down from there. James Conner had more touchdowns rushing within the 20-yard line than Jonathan Taylor did with 85 attempts. I know right there you're probably saying, then why wouldn't you want him on your team? Because you can't repeat that. <laughs> he had 15 out of 41 carries. And you see, and within the five yard line, he had 16 carries and yep. he turned that into 10 touchdowns. He had 18 touchdowns uh, throughout the year, 15 rushing, three receiving that, that boosted him. And he was a top five running back because of that alone. But if you actually look at his rushing uh, numbers, he was, you know, he had 3.7 yards per carry. He barely made it over 200 carries uh, in, in general. Uh the numbers, if 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 those things don't change, the numbers will not they will regress in a big, big way. And the guys above him that had like 43 carries, you know, you're looking at more like seven touchdowns 
you know, that you get rushing inside the uh, inside the 20. Sonny Michelle, I mean, he had 45 carries. He only turned into four. Delvin Cook only turned it into five. So, you know, that is the difference. And even Austin Eckler, who had 46, only five more carries within the 20, he had 12. So you can see how quickly those touchdown numbers just diminish. And then if you have less than a thousand yards rushing, you're, you know, all of a sudden there's, you're just outside the, the top 10 easily. Yep. And you're probably, you know, more of like a 20 guy or something like that. And, and yeah. the price that they want for him, it, that's way too much. And that is us being very like, that's very optimistic still to say that he could be in a double digit touchdown guy just because if they use them the same way sure but you will not get that return so no it's just i i don't see a scenario where james connor's a, a winning a league winning running back again or like on any teams he's not he's just you the way where you got to draft him is just way too high it's just not going to work for you it's just not going to work so just don't do it <laughs> that's yeah. pretty much it don't do it do you have a do you have any um any any guys you just want to mention that didn't make the top three, but you they were close, so you want to just throw them on there? I, I don't. I, I stopped at three, but I mean, I guess one of them. I'm just I'm just totally off this year's Antonio Gibson. It, he's he's not going for a crazy price, but I'm just off on him everywhere. He's going for like sixteen bucks. Um, just not not going to do it. And to be hundred percent honest, Amonra St. Brown. It's not okay. I'm a Lions fan. You see, like behind me, like if you look right up there, there's a Lions thing. I'm a Lions fan. I'm not a, a Monroe St. Brown hater. I want him to be good. I just truly think it, the numbers were boosted in all these games that they were behind. They had no other options. He was boosted big time because of that. I just don't see him getting the same kind of targets and catches. Not saying he, and he's not even going for a big price, right? He's going for about 10 bucks. But I, instead of, Amara St. Brown for $10. Go give me Rashad Bateman and Kadarius Tony. You know, Tony, give me, give me Bateman and Tony. And you can have St. Brown for the same price. And I can get Bateman and Tony for cheaper. I, I mean, I do like those other guys, but I'm not, I'm not off of, I'm, I don't, he hasn't been on any of my team. So I, yep. you're not wrong, but I do have to say that I, there is a path for him because you're, they're going to bring the rookie along slowly. And if DJ Chark isn't anything, special mm -hmm. then there is he will still have a place in that offense so i understand it um but i do think people hype him up a little bit and i'm a, i was a big fan of him last year and he did exactly what and i wanted he, him I'm, to do and i don't think he's gonna be bad like i just would rather yeah. if i'm in drafts in in auction that's why this is more auction right because you can still see a scenario in in snake where it makes sense to draft it so i'm not right. going to say not to but if you're in auction when if i can go get rashad bateman and i can get Kadarius tony in Somebody else, even on top of that, I don't even know who that would be. There's a bunch of guys. I would rather do that. Definitely would rather do that. Actually, I will say there there's two guys that I, I just am not willing to pay for. Uh, two more guys, I would say. Um, and then I want to get your opinion on one more before we we close it out. But uh, Cam Akers, completely. I like. I'm I'm not going to pay for the guy. Like I, I think that one's a big mistake. He'd probably be number four on my list. Uh, he, he scares the, he just scares me. I, I just think that there's way too much risk for him. Um, and the other guy is Brees Hall. Uh, I, you know, once again, in a snake draft, I think that there, there's a possibility there because you're, you know, like take the upside guy, but um, he's going for 22 in like ESPN leagues. Um, I'm not spending $22 on him when I can get ATN for 10. Yeah, uh, not it's doing just it. not going to happen. And, and, you know, if, if you have to get him instead of, uh, 
you know, putting that money towards a, a higher up running back. I think you just probably did the draft a little bit wrong. Yep. But that's my personal opinion on him, but why he didn't show up either. Um, yep. And the one I do want to, we haven't talked about him a lot at all, but I would like to know your opinion on Josh Jacobs. He ah, is, man. He's going just, for 20 bucks, but he's no, kind of not, I don't want to spend that. No I, I can definitely see um, him losing the job and, or just being like a three headed committee there. Um, with what with Kenyon Drake, right? Still there, and then um, the rookie White, right? What's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Rashad, his no, name. no, <laughs> Zamir White, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see it being a three three headed committee there for sure, hundred percent. So I I'm not spending money. No, I'm just th- this just has bad news written all over for me. Josh Jacobs has bad news written all over for me. James Conner has the same feel. Those two have that same feel to me, and David Montgomery does to me too. Those are three guys I don't want to touch. And Antonio Gibson, there's four. <laughs> they got more. Yeah. And so I got more. Even, yeah, I would say Miles Sanders, he feels like that, but he's actually cheap. So, I, I, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's nine on ESPN. He's cheap. I, so there's no, there's nothing yeah. there. But if you want, if you, if you like his talent and you, yeah, you sure. know, you want to take but a shot at him, I, you know, whatever. Jacobs, Gibson, Montgomery, Connor. No, just don't give me any part of those guys this year. Not going to, not going to do you any good. And, don't even spend a penny on Cordero Patterson. He's going for six. That's way too much. The guy's going to do nothing. Sorry. He might. Yeah. He might be useful in the beginning of the year. Could be, but, but all right, there we go. Players we're avoiding. So send your hate our way. That's fine. That's fine. Again, we don't hate these players. Well, don't really like James Conner, to be honest. I don't think he's that good, but uh, the most of them, I don't really hate these guys. It's just, I don't like where they're going. I'm not going to spend for them. So there we go. That'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.